0: Welcome to the What If Cast with Christine and Justin, where we take a deep dive into what-if theories that'll blow your mind. What pointy ears you have. Why, thank you. What luscious skin.
1: Thank you for that also.
0: I just Googled elves and it said like something about that they don't age. So here we are. Here we are starting off the Christmas season talking about elves, but also it's cool is there's a lot of different types of elves, right?
1: Let's dial it back for just a moment. To you, what is an elf? What comes to mind?
0: I think about the different types. I, I think there are probably two different types in my mind. One being the Christmas elf, short, wears green, makes the toys. It seems like as a whole, they all have the leaf ears, the pointed ears. And then I think about elves and um, other folklore. I, I don't really know too much about it, but there's some sort of mysticalness to them that maybe they have some sort of power. They seem like they don't age, is my presumption. But to be honest, I'm, I'm very clueless <laughs> on this topic.
1: Well, I'm pretty sure that everybody can agree in the modern day that elves are a fictional concept. So I think you not really having a concrete idea in your mind isn't a bad thing, because there's really no real reference to have for that. But I think pretty much every depiction of elves has them as these sort of human-like beings, and they are almost always associated with magic.
0: What kind of magic?
1: That part really depends on what depiction you're talking about. You mentioned the Christmas elves. They're associated with Christmas magic, you know? (laughs) The construction of toys.
0: Sorry, do they make the reindeers fly or do the reindeers fly by themselves with their own magic?
1: I don't really know the the mythos of Christmas that well, unfortunately.
0: And I am curious because elves, I'm sure, are a much older thing than the idea of Santa and the elves. And I'm wondering how that kind of got incorporated. How did the elves enter the Christmas realm?
1: That's a good question. I don't really know the answer to that. But yeah, elves as a concept are incredibly old. You had an entire realm full of elves back in old Norse mythology. In fact, you had multiple different kinds. Ooh, Do tell. A lot of those elves sort of mirror other depictions of things like angels and demons in the sense that you have light elves and you have dark elves. Yeah. You have the elves from folklore, the sort of woodland elf, as you might imagine it, the ones that sort of live out with the fairies.
0: How are elves different than fairies in terms of their magic? these woodland elves?
1: In a lot of ways, there's a lot of overlap there. The word elf for a while, as far as I know, was interchangeably used with the word fairy.
0: Do you know what kind of magic they do?
1: Well, like I said, it depends on what kind of elf you're talking about and the the type of fiction, the scenario. If it's a woodland elf, it's most likely some sort of nature magic.
0: Like putting vines together to make a treehouse?
1: Well, see, you know from those Christmas elves, elves are good at making stuff. I'm sure they could make a vine tree house if they wanted to.
0: In a way, they feel more connected to the earth than I would think a wizard would. It's a different kind of magic.
1: What's your favorite depiction of elves in fiction?
0: I I haven't read too much fiction with elves. Like My my fictional books have usually been about vampires or ghosts or fallen angels. So I, I haven't read too much folklore that depict elves, and that's why I'm just really curious about them and and how they differ from what I've read before.
1: But Christine, you like Harry Potter, don't you?
0: Yeah. I guess there are elves in that, right? Yeah. There are. Yeah, I guess I <laughs> what kind of elves do they have though? Like what what did they do?
1: Well, for anybody who hasn't read the Harry Potter series or isn't familiar with the series just in general, there are elves in that series, which makes sense because it's a series about wizards and magic just in general. They are innately magical themselves, but in Harry Potter, they work as servants.
0: Oh, those elves. See, I I was picturing like a a larger, I guess, elf, but they're yeah, very small. And I, I forget that they're almost like trolls in Harry Potter, like looking.
1: So how do you feel about those elves?
0: I, I feel bad for those elves, I guess. They are servants and that's awful. You know, like when Dobby gets his sock, he just and he dies. It's just it's a heartbreaking thing to witness i feel like everyone cried in the theater when that happened
1: i meant more how do you like the depiction
0: i didn't see too much of their magic i guess so i kind of wish maybe i saw more about their backstory and their magic they were there to just help out with food and with cleaning, and less with true powers
1: well just to give you some basic examples i said before that in that series Elves like they are in most fiction have this sort of innate magic to their beings, much like the human wizards, except they don't need wands. You know, you brought up Dobby, the house elf. He does a few different things. He's able to transport himself, he's able to apparate, teleport. He's able to make things levitate, kind of like Harry can with his wand.
0: Yeah, I think it would've been cool to see more of that, you know, in another setting than just the house, like how would he be in nature and and that sort of thing? Because, yeah, they do have a lot of powers, and what is their role in Harry Potter just to help out the wizards? Like, they don't even need to do spells. Like, they should have more of a role.
1: How about a different series? Do you like Lord of the Rings?
0: Yeah, I mean, I've seen it. Again, I don't know as much as I would like to about it. But those elves, I feel like, yeah, are more of a forefront of the series.
1: Are you familiar with the Elder Scrolls series of games? No. Those series of games have a wide variety of different elves.
0: Mm, Okay.
1: And it sort of hits all of those different ones that we've already brought up.
0: And what elf would you want to be out of all these types? You know, we also got the Christmas elf mixed in there.
1: I'm a simple guy. I'd probably just like to live out in the woods.
0: You know, I'm thinking of the Christmas elf. I feel like that. It's it's a great duty. You know, you're making toys for all these kids. But at the same time, it feels like you're serving someone or you're, you know, it it could be magical. It It could be. But I think I'd get sick of Christmas quick. I do love nature. I'm wondering what my role would be as a woodland elf, though. Like, what can I do for the world?
1: I don't know. If you had some sort of magic, then I suppose you could use that to benefit people. Natural disasters affect people all the time. If you can influence nature in some way with your magic, then you could help people like that. You could help people in rural communities, out in nature, out in the countryside.
0: I love when in fiction, you'll see someone magical, like something happens that's great for the community, the town. And then you don't know why it's, it's a miracle, but then you see that random creature going off into the distance and you realize like, Oh, it could have been this, this creature that I just saw and they never know their name or anything like that. Like, I would love to help out a community somehow through nature And have someone sort of spot me and and never talk to them. And I'm just like this mythical thing in their mind that they don't know if I actually exist or not.
1: Why do you think elves are so popular in terms of fiction?
0: They're depicted as humans, which I feel like are very relatable or human-like, but also magical and mysterious and infused with nature. And I feel like we like to relate to nature in ways, and we like to think that we you know, would like to be magical. And it has a lot of what we would like to be, I think, in a creature.
1: I agree with that. But when I think about elves in popular culture, I feel like people love to use them for even tiny things. You ever eaten Keebler brand cookies? No. (laughs) They have these funny little commercials where these little animated elves are making cookies in a tree.
0: Yeah. I feel like elves also relate to children, right? Because they're small or they're They don't usually grow up all the way, like don't get old per se. They might just stop at, you know, young adult or teenager, I think, in terms of appearance. And so I I can see how elves are depicted with Santa because children are depicted with Santa. And so to have elves be these young spirited beings or young looking beings with maybe an old soul to to create these toys is kind of better than just a bunch of grownups creating the toys. Like you wouldn't want grown-ups creating your toys. You want like the magic of Christmas and the youth and the old spirit, though. So it's kind of a cool mix, the reason we have elves for Christmas
1: so imagine a world, if you will, where elves are real. There's a lot of them. there's a there's a wide variety. It's not any one particular kind. But say, the world, just like it's full of people, is also full of elves. Do you think they would mesh with society, or do you think they would have to have their own communities?
0: Oh gosh, it's a big question. I think people would try so hard to understand elves and want to be them that it wouldn't mesh well, and I think they would have their own communities. I think they would just become so popular to a point where people are scared of them because it's hard to understand everything, and you know what can you do as an elf? Maybe people become protective of themselves and their communities. Not that, you know, elves would do anything to them, but just they have these powers that we don't understand.
1: I think that's the big point that I agree with. I don't feel like you can introduce an entire race of magical beings and have there not be a crazy wave of fear and uncertainty.
0: Mm-hmm. And also like, how would the elves feel coming into the society? What would they be doing? Like what? how could they work with us or help what we have today?
1: Well, that's the thing. I don't know if they would necessarily be there to help. I think that's just what I'm picturing—that they're just our elves. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to be friends with an elf. You know, that'd be pretty cool. They probably wouldn't think I'm cool. I'm just a mere human.
1: You might be taller.
0: That's true, but they could like swing on vines and b- bring whatever they need down to them.
1: They're not Tarzan the ape man. <laughs> they're they're elves.
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? They could they could do what they want.
1: I guess so. Yeah. Now, Christine, let's say those little ears of yours grew real pointy. Yeah. And you became an elf. You were, in fact, the first elf and the only one. What kind of elf would you want to be? And what would you do?
0: As an elf, would I be able to have powers to talk to animals? Is that a common elf practice?
1: I don't know about common But in some of the fiction that I've read, woodland elves are so connected with nature that they do share this sort of commonality with the creatures of nature. And so while they don't necessarily talk to them in full conversations, they can understand their feelings.
0: Right. I think I'd like that. I'd like to be able to understand animals' feelings and also be connected more with plants and nature and to be able to maybe manipulate and help the growth of things around me. That could be pretty cool. I could be like... (laughs) I'm just thinking from sky high, that nature girl as an elf.
1: How would you deal with the pressure of being different though?
0: I don't know if I tell people, you know, I think it's pretty simple to cover my ears with my hair because once people find out who I am, what will I be used for? You know, I, I have these powers that no one else has, like I'll be sent somewhere, you know, maybe I can help out a lot of people, but is that my full lifetime? You know, I I felt I I think I'm gonna have a lot less control over my
1: life. Here's the thing you're a good natured person. Obviously, your first thought is usually that you want to understand people, you want to help people, you want to do good things for people. I feel like that's sort of a commonality with you. Although, I feel like again, and we've talked about this with all of the different examples, I feel like this common association with elves is servitude. Mm. You know, you have the house elves from Harry Potter that serve their masters. You have the Christmas elves who dedicate their entire lifespan to making toys for children. And I feel like if you were an elf, I don't know if your main priority would have to be, okay, well, how do I help people? What do I do for them? You still are your own person. You don't necessarily have to dedicate your life to eternal servitude, no.
0: And maybe that's the fear of telling people, you know, I'll have to serve people because they'll need me or something like that. So maybe I'll hide who I am. But also, I'm, I'm not good at hiding who I am. So there's that.
1: So You say you would hide who you are, but I can just picture you becoming an <laughs> elf and you'd immediately call one of your friends and be like, oh my God, I'm an elf. <laughs> yeah. You'd say it in a group chat. Yeah.
0: Oh, totally. Yeah. And I'd be like, but don't tell anyone. How about you? you? You're starting to grow some ears. What are you thinking?
1: Well, look, I've always wanted to do magic. If magic came with being an elf, I'd be all for that. You kidding? Absolutely.
0: What kind of magic are you most jazzed about?
1: I don't care too much about nature. I'd like to have some sort of connection with the elements, maybe.
0: Would you be building things? What kind of things will you do with the elements?
1: Maybe I'd manipulate the climate.
0: Because I know you love the cold.
1: Maybe me being an elf means I don't have to be cold anymore.
0: You can just have like a a heater above you. You know how like the depressed people in cartoons will have that random black cloud above them raining? You'll just have a, a random vent above you that spits out heat
1: not some sort of actual flame but a a magical vent that appears above me i guess yeah a magical
0: vent (laughs) thinking like a true christmas elf here inventing these toys well christmas is coming up so now elves are real which means christmas elves are real which would have to mean all of the north poles creatures are real right
1: Isn't it just, though, the elves, the reindeer, and Santa himself?
0: Yeah, the creatures themselves, yes.
1: (laughs) Sure, okay.
0: And if they are real, are also the elves on the shelf real? Have you heard of this? That now kids have an elf on the shelf?
1: I always thought it was kind of redundant. If Santa sees you when you're sleeping, knows when you're awake, and knows when you've been good or bad, Why does he need, like, a recon man reporting back on you? That seems a little redundant.
0: Well, that's the reason he knows, you know, because of the elf, obviously. He's got the recon man.
1: I don't know. I feel like it takes away from Santa's agency.
0: To me, it's creepy, you know? So the idea is the elf in the shelf moves each night, right? So, like, every time you wake up, he's a new spot of the house. But he also doesn't speak. He just sits there. And he's just stagnant. And if like that was real, you know, if he really is watching you, but he doesn't speak or talk, that's kind of creepy. But if this elf is animated and does talk and is this little tiny dude changing up directions of the house and can only, I guess, stay seated, that'd be kind of cool. It'd be like a pet, I guess. But also I feel bad for the elf.
1: His eternity of servitude isn't making toys. It's eternally watching people.
0: Yeah, the Eternal Babysitter.
1: Listen, I, for one, would love to visit just a land of elves. I would be super out of place, but I feel like any of these different depictions, whether it's the entire realms of elves from Norse mythology, whether it's the North Pole with a factory full of them, whether it's just this sort of community in the woods, I'd love to visit that.
0: Well, a lot of them are are depicted as high-spirited, I think.
1: High-spirited in what way?
0: Like, wants good for the world, wants to be happy, wants to talk to people. Like, they're not just trying to isolate themselves.
1: I don't know. I feel like it depends on the depiction. I have seen depictions where they do just live off in their own communities.
0: I mean, I think I'd like to meet them for the same reason I like to meet people. You know, I think that they're very similar to people. So I I would just like to make a new friend. And also, if you want to show me a bit of magic, that's not bad either.
1: Well, everybody. Just know this, if you're good this year and you can stay good for the next month, those elves are going to be hard at work making you your Christmas presents. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, maybe some other kind of elf, not a Christmas elf, will do it for you.
0: And if you're like me and you haven't come across a lot of elves in fiction... You know, let this be your chance. Like, it's another cool form of magical being that is very similar to humans and is magical, fun, mysterious, exciting. There are a lot of different mythical worlds out there to explore. So if you're bored with the regular life, let's get into it.
1: But that's going to be enough from us this week, guys. Thanks for always tuning in. We appreciate it.
0: This is the What If Cast with Christine and Justin. Oh, Elves are cool. Peace out.